We are starting today, Perik Memtes. And although the Gemara says that a person shouldn't say Shmua Zu Yafa and Shmua Zu Eina Yafa, that this is a this piece this piece of Torah I like and this piece of Torah I'm not so crazy over, but I do have to admit that Perik Memtes is definitely one of my favorite prakim. It's a very beautiful Perik, and. Um, there's a meaning of chassidim, which the Rebbe mentioned once, of learning a perik of Tanya every day before davening, to learn a perik Tanya. Chitas. That's different. Chitas, chitas is... Uh, you have Tzillim, yeah, Tanya, and what was the other one? Chumash, right. But, but the Tanya and Chitas is not a full perik. Sometimes you have uh, seven lines or ten lines. It's not always a full perik. Besides... Besides for chitas, which could be done at any time during the day, there's Indian before davening to, 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 to oh, go through a Perik Tanya. Yeah. So Perik Mamtas is one of my favorite programs to go through before davening. It's just a beautiful, beautiful Perik. It starts off, continues a little on what we spoke about in the last Perik, in Perik Mamtas, which is a still a little, uh, a little brainy, a little askalodik, a little about Tzumim. But it's going to move on to talking about Avas Hashem in a very, very... Uh, in a very moving way on how a person can arrive at Avas Hashem. <clears throat> so last week, in, in the in last, uh, last year, in the Perik, we spoke about the idea of Memala Kalalman and Seva Kalalman. That there's the Ur Ein Saf, there's the infinite light of Hashem. And then, from the Ur, although the, although the, what we call the Seva Kalalman, this Ur Ein Saf, although it's everywhere in every single part of the world and it encompasses every detail of creation, nevertheless, Seva Kalalman, from Seva Kalalman itself, we cannot have this world, this or any worlds would not be able to come into existence, because Seva Kalalman is absolutely infinite, and if the worlds were to come from Seva Kalalman, then the worlds also would be completely infinite and completely bottled to Hashem. There's no Simpson. Right. Right. So in order to get to creation, we had to have what we call this major Simpson, where we had to move the Seva Kalalman away. And um, once we move the Seva Kalman away, then we have Mamalakalman. And from Mamalakalman, which is a limited, a limited, um, a limited ha'ara, a limited amount of energy which comes from Hashem, and that's where the worlds are able to derive from. But that's not the end of the story. Even once we have this major tzimtzum, even once we have Mamalakalman, there are many, many, many more tzimtzumim within Memalakal Almond itself, because even though Memalakal Almond is limited, it's only limited relative to Sevakal Almond. And you have to have many, many, many more tzimtzumim as we descend through the worlds in order to be able to arrive where we are over here. And that is how Perik Memtes begins. Perik Memtes, page 136. <clears throat> even though that if you want to go into detail and talk about the concealments of the Aryan Saf, and how the light becomes more and more concealed as the world's chained down, to the point that we arrive at this physical world, it's impossible for us to be able to relate how many tzimtzumim there are, because there's an infinite amount of tzimtzumim. That's in terms of the quantity. You know, before we were talking about quantity and quality. In terms of the quantity, you can't, it would be impossible to count how many tzimtzumim there are. And not only that, 
It's not only that there are many tzimtzumim, but there are different types of tzimtzumim. There are different types of, the, of diminishment of light. In Chassidus, it talk, talks about, yeah, for example, there's a one type of tzimtzum, which is a, in a way of siluk, where the light can be removed. You have another type of tzimtzum where, for, to use a physical example, let's say you have light in one room, and then you have the next room over, which is dark, but there's a little hole, which allows a little light in. That's called a tzimtzum in a way of a nekev, like a hole. Then there's another tzimtzum, which is like a curtain. And every single, every single tzimtzum is a different kind of tzimtzum. You have a tzimtzum that's compared to here. And we spoke. We spoke about this last week. The just like I hear comes out of the comes out of the head. So the head, all the the all the energy, the nerve center, and all the life of the person's in the head, and then comes out of here. How much chayis is in a here? So there's a tzimtzum that's called in a way of a saira that the light that emanates is like a here compared to uh, the energy, the chayis that's in the head. Kiyadua l'toyim as is known to those who have tasted from the eitzachayim. So Eitzachayim in general is a reference to Teres Hanister. In general, we have Eitzachayim and Eitzadas. So the Teres Hanigla is known in general as Eitzadas. And Teres HaKabbalah and Teres HaKsidus is known as Eitzachayim. So for those who have tasted from the Eitzachayim, they are more aware of the many, many Tzimtzumim, and again, not only many quantitatively, but also qualitatively different types of Tzimtzumim, um, again, for those who are familiar with Eitzachayim, and as you mentioned also, that Eitzachayim is the name of the Sefer, one of the Sefer, Ruchayim Vital, and, and many of the Tzimtzumim are described in Eitzachayim. So the words Eitzachayim here actually have a double, uh, <laughs> I have a double definition. He's referring to the Sefer. So says the Alter Rebbe, even though that the amount of Tzimtzumim is impossible to count, and there are so many different types, Ah, however, derech klaum. Generally speaking, <laughs> we have three different types, three general types of powerful tzimtzumim, powerful contractions of the light. Why three? Because in general, there are three different worlds. And the worlds are Bria, Yetzirah, and Asiya. Even though the as I think we spoke about this in last year, that even though Atsilus is also sometimes considered a world, but for the sake of reference over here, more learning Tanya, Atsilus is a lukus, Atsilus is a godliness. So anything that's... That's infinite, that's So simtum. even if there is simtum before Atsilus, and there is, but that's all simtum within a lukus. It's all simtum and making the light less, but it's all, at the end of the day, Atsilus is still a lukus. And here we're talking about the simtum to create creations. Worlds that are created worlds. And created worlds, there are three. Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya. Because Atilus is not a created world. It's a realm of pure godliness. So therefore, we need three different, three tzimtzumim. One tzimtzum to be able to get to the world of Bria. Another tzimtzum afterwards to be able to get to the world of Yitzira. And another tzimtzum to be able to get to the world of Asiya. Ubechol klal, that's general. There are three general tzimtzumim. But within every single one of these... General Tsumtsumim, Yeshiribi Ravavis Pratyam. There are tens of thousands of tens of thousands. In other words, there are millions of particular particular Tsumtsumim. Vihem and what are they? Shlesha Ilam Misbriya Yitsira Asiya. The three Tsumtsumim are in order to, to for there to come into existence, the three worlds of Briya Yitsira and Asiya.
because the world of Atsilus is godliness, is a complete bitl to Hashem. There is no sense of otherness, there is no identity, there is no ego, it's completely, in the words of Kabbalah, that Hashem is absolutely one, one with the Oiris and the Kalim of, of Atsilus. In order to, come, to have the creation of the world of Bria, which that's already a created world. And what is in the world of Bria? Shehain. Excuse me. Neshames, very high Neshames. And very high Malachim. As we learned earlier in Perik Lamatas, generally speaking, most Malachim are in the world of Yitzira. However, there are malachim al yoinim. They're very high malachim. Who they their madriga is in the world of bria. Neshamis is referred to the malachim. No, no, no. What's the next? There's neshamis and malachim al yoinim. There are neshamis of bria. Yeah, yeah. Who neshamis would regard them? Would that be regard regard to who? Sorry, an entity, a man, a person's name. When it comes to neshamis, so there are certain people who are talking about great tzaddikim who, even as they are here in this world, their neshamis never evolved past the world of Bria. That's a very high level of Neshama. As they are down here, they, they have the experience, that closeness to Hashem, that's experienced in the world of Bria. The truth is that the greatest of Tzadikim, like Moshe Rabbeinu, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechai, etc., they have Neshamas of Atzilus, which means that as they come down over here, into the, as the Neshamas come down over here into this world, their Neshamas still on the Madriga of Atzilus, complete bitl to Hashem. In fact, the Zoyar says that there are a few places in the Torah where you have a person whose name is mentioned twice, one after another. What? Like you have Avraham, 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 We have also Yaakov, Yaakov, Hashem calls out to Yaakov. And then you have also Moshe, Moshe. When Moshe, when Moshe appears at the Sneh, so Hashem calls, calls to him and says, Moshe, Moshe. And the Zoyar points out that Moshe is the only time where Leipzig Tama Begavayhu, which means that all the other times when you have a person's name is said twice, one after, once after another, if you look in the timing, there's a psik between the two. Between Avram and Avram, there's a psik. You know, sometimes you look in the Chumash and there's a straight line between two words. That's called a psik. And the psik signifies that there is Avraham, as is Neshama is Lamailan. There's Avraham, as the Neshama is here Lamata. So Avram's neshama, even though that Avram was also a neshama datsilus and had an incredibly high neshama, but somehow, some way, the neshama was diminished before or through its entering the body. By Moshe Rabbeinu, there is no psik, there is no separation. Meaning, the Moshe's neshama down here was the way it was Lamaila, which is why he was called Moshe min He was pulled directly from the water. The water is a reference to the concealed state where the neshama was before it began. So Moshe Rabbeinu, as his neshama was down here, was the same as it was Lamaila. So, so very, very high neshamas of the, of the greatest tzaddikim again are neshamas of Atzilus. As the neshama, that's why it says when Moshe was born, that nismala habayis kuli oira, the whole house was filled with oir, because that's how powerful the neshama was. Mm-hmm. Then there are lower neshamas, neshamas of Bria, which is still very, very high. Most of our neshamas today are neshamas of Asiya. Which is the lowest world, and even in Asiya itself, there are different levels. There's Chachma of Asiya, Asiya, and Bina, and, and Das, and Chesed. 
And most of our neshamas are of Malchus of Asiyah, not only Malchus of Asiyah, but Malchus de Malchus of Asiyah, the lowest level of Malchus de Asiyah, which is still, it's a neshama, it's a lukus, but at the end of the day, it's come down a very, very, a very uh, it's become very, very uh, desensitized to its source. Right, so in the world of Bria, you have again, and by the way, so you have, we mentioned before, most malachim are in the world of Yitzira. You have some high malachim in the world of Bria, but in Atsilus, there are no malachim. In the words of Kabbalah, me nosan malach noitzer ba Atsilus. Where, how do you find a malach in Atsilus? Why is there no malach in Atsilus? Because a malach is a creation. Oh, I see. Even the highest malach is a creation. And Atsilus is higher than creation. Atsilus is alakus. So there is no, in, in, in the world of Atsilus, there is no malach because that would be a contradiction in terms. Atsilus is alakus. A malach is something else. A neshama is not a creation. A neshama is a chelakalika. So therefore, you have neshamas of Atsilus. And in fact, every one of our neshamas started off in Atsilus. There's mushish in Atsilus. But a malach, you don't have an Atsilus. But the bottom line is the world of Bria. What do you find? In the world of Bria, you have neshamas. Again, you have neshamas of very high, very high tzaddikim. Not the highest tzaddikim. The highest tzaddikim have neshamas da tzilus. But still, a neshama of Bria is an extremely, extremely spiritual and high and lofty neshama. That's most tzaddikim are from the world of Bria. And the malachim al asher avedasim lahashem, the service of these neshamas, the neshamas of the world of Bria, and these high, these very high malachim, in general, these are the shrafim, is bebechines chabad. Their service of Hashem is with intellect. The intellect of Atzilus, which is mislabish in them, through tzimtzumim, they are able to grasp and receive from from them from chachma bin das of Atzilus. So in order to arrive at the world of Bria from the world of Atsilos, there had to be a tremendous contraction of the light because ultimately Atsilos is a lukus, and to arrive at the world of Bria, even though the world of Bria is a very, very high world, very holy world, the world of Bria is also known as Ganadin Elian. That's the where the, the highest Nishamis. But still, it's a creation. And in order to get from the world of Atsilos, which is a lukus, to the world of Bria, Required a tremendous symptom. The chain and the same thing is Mabriya To be able to get from the world of Briya to the world of Yitzira, once again, you need to have a tremendous symptom. Why? Because the little amount of light that is in the world of Briya, again, little compared to the world of Atsilus, is still considered infinite. Relative to the world of Yitzira. The light of the world of Bria would not be able to enter and enclose itself in the world of Yitzira. Only through a major contraction and concealment. And the same thing is. The same thing is. When it comes from Yitzira to Asiya, once again, you need to have a tremendous amount of a tremendous amount of tzimtzumim. So the Tzadik talks here very generally. Ukomeshin is bar, but Makamachir has explained elsewhere. Beer shleishat tzimtzumim evil. 
explanation of what these three Tzimtzumim are, Barichos, Likari, Vasechleinu Hadal, in order to be able to make it approach and come near our poor Seichel, our uh, impoverished the intellect. Yeah. Sorry? A beer of the three Tzimtzumim in Tanya? No. Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't, he doesn't explain it Barichos, because it's not the Indian of Tanya. It's explained in other places, in the Eitz Achayim. In Kabbalah and Chassidus, but over here, the purpose of Tanya is Kikar Ve'elech Adavim So the explanation ex- exactly of the difference in Tzumim is not the place over here. V'tach l'zkolat Tzumim. What is the point? What is the purpose of all these contractions? Hukdelivrei gufa adamachumri is in order. Ultimately, the purpose of it all is that there should be the creation of the physical human body and thereby to be able to have the sitra suppressed by the human being and to cause a greater light but a greater light that arises from the darkness the darkness which is caused by all of these and this is caused when a person elevates his nefesh alikis and his nefesh abahamis, ulavusheha and the levushim of the nefesh abahamis, v'chol koiches haguf kulon lahashem, and elevate all the koiches of the body to Hashem levadei kinis galil barichis is explained at length earlier in Prakim lamed hey lamed vav and lamed zayin. Kizeh tachlis yishtal shulus ha'elamis. That is the purpose. That is the purpose of all these tashlus, the chaining down of all the worlds and all the tzimtzumim, is the creation of the human being, the creation of the Yid, who will, through his avodah in Teirah and Mitzvahs, suppresses the Sitra Achra and causes an incredible light, a Yisna Erman and that is accomplished through elevating one's Nefesh Alakis, one's Nefesh Bahamis, and all the Levushim, the Machshava, Dibar Amaisa of the Nefesh Bahamis to Hashem. So you mentioned before about chitas. Yeah. So every single day there's a certain part of Tanya that we're uh, that we learn. My youngest son, my youngest son was born on Lagbo Imer, and he was born early in the morning, very early. So then I that, that day I learned chitas. I learned the Tanya, and this was the Tanya of that day. So it was very interesting. I was I was I was reading it and I was translating it into English. And what does it say over here? It talks about all the different contractions that there are. And the purpose of all the contractions is the creation of the goof of Ayid, which is going to be... Uh, so I was thinking about, we just went through the, hour, the hours of labor and the contractions. And the purpose of all the tzimtzumim and all the contractions is the creation of the goof, the goof of Ayid. And the purpose of the Yid is to be Maila, to be Maila the world and to elevate himself and the world to Hashem. Okay. And with this we have concluded really that which we started in Perek Memches. So in Perek Memches, we started talking about the idea of Memala Kalaman and Tzayva Kalaman, how there has to be this tremendous, um, t- tremendous Tzimtzum, because the, from the Eiren Sof, we can't have worlds. The Eiren Sof can't be the source of the worlds due to its incredible power and potency and its infinity. We would not have limited worlds um, if all there was was Tzayva Kalaman, Eiren Sof. And now in this period we continue... And we say that 
It's not only that there's a tzimtzum from Seva Kalam in order to get to Mamalakalaman. And once you're in Mamalakalaman, you know everything is fine. No, in Mamalakalaman, in the oir, in the limited oir of Mamalakalaman, also there are tremendous amount of tzimtzumim. In order, you have to have one tzimtzum in order to get to the world of Bria, and another tzimtzum to get to the world of Yitzira, and another tzimtzum to get to the world of Asiya. And as Dr. Rebbe says, all of these are only general. These are three general tzimtzumim. Within every single one of them, there are millions of sub tzimtzumim. So we're talking about, um, uh, um, as he says, atzmum We can't even begin to describe how many times Hashem had to, had to contract and recontract and recontract and be mamait, mamait as in order to arrive at Elam Azagashmi. And the purpose of this all is the creation of me and you and you and you every single yid and that we should serve the Eivishter. Salam is higher than the Oilamas? Sorry. Salam is higher than the four Oilamas? Sevakal as discussed over here, is the world of Atsil. So you have to have one symptom of to create Mamalakalam. Now, and now we return to the larger topic which we started in the beginning of Perik Memvav, which is the idea of arriving at Avas Hashem by using Kamayim Hapanam Lapanam Kainleva Adam Laadam, by contemplating the greatness of Hashem's love for us, and thereby reciprocating, naturally reciprocating in kind. So on Perik Memheim Memvav, the Alter Rebbe said, where do we see this tremendous love for Hashem to us? In Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. When Hashem descended to Mitzrayim, Erva Sa'aretz, plucked us out and entered this incredible relationship with us, this closest of relationships with us. Asher Kedushanu B'Mitzvah He married us, He brought us up to the level of the Eir Saf. That was Perik Mem Vav. Perik Mem Zayin, the Alter Rebbe says, that's not only an event that happened, you know, 3,300 years ago, but that's something which reoccurs on a constant basis. That was Mem Zayin. Mem Ches, we started this whole talk about Memala and Seyvevitz and Sumim, because now the Atreb is going to say, the love for Hashem for us didn't start by Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. When did the love for Hashem for us for Hashem start? When the world was created. When He created the world. He created the world. The whole, well, the there went to such extent and to such effort. And all the Tzimtzumim that Hashem made was what? Because of His love for us. So this is a new Madrega. A new level in Kemayim Aparim Laparim. We have to, the, 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 the notion of contemplating and thinking just how much Hashem loves us. Now let's do this insight. Water, vihines. The last word in the line is vihine. Vihine, upon him, upon him. It's just like Hashem Kaviyachu. He niach v'silik l'tzad ha'echad. He left aside and he completely just pushed pushed to one side. Derech Mashal. As Eiri HaGadol. Habilti Tachlis. He pushed aside his tremendous, his tremendous oir, which is which is Ein Saf, which is infinite. V'ganzoi v'histiroi. And after he pushed it aside, that itself wasn't enough. Because that was the first symptom was pushing aside the air and stuff. But even the little air that remained, he also, the Gonzoy he further went and hid it. The Gimel Mine with three different kinds of Tsimtsumim. 
By way of example, by way of example, let's say you have a, let's say, when we're talking about the idea of tzimtzum many times, chassidus, the marshal that will be given for this is a rav and a talmud, a teacher and a student. But when chassidus talks about a rav and a talmud and a teacher and a student, it's not talking about me the teacher and you the student, but it's talking about a teacher and a student in which the teacher is taka very, but much higher much higher than the student, in terms of, not only in terms of the knowledge that he possesses, but also in terms of um, the wisdom and the intellectual abilities. So for us, to, you, may, you, might, you, might, you might want to use the example, if you want to teach something to a six-year-old. So let's say you have a complicated idea. Complicated, and happens all the time, by the way. Happens, I, have, I have little kids, they ask you a question. What's the stock market, for example? <laughs> or many such questions. Go explain that to, 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 to a six-year-old, to eight-year-old, or the different kinds of questions like that, uh, um, which are beyond, and to be honest, things which you barely understand. And now you have to explain them to the children. To the children. So, what do you, the, there's, so there's two parts to the process. The first thing is, you have to figure out, okay, the child can't understand everything that I'm going to explain right now. I have to isolate a small little idea which the child can relate to. So I have to. So the first thing you have to do is you have to push aside all your knowledge about the topic, and you have to do and you have to settle on a small little tidbit, a small little uh, piece of information, which this piece of information is lefiarach the child. In other words, the child will be able to get it. But that's only part number one. Once you've isolated that small idea which the child can, uh, can, can get, if you're going to speak to the child in your language, the way that you speak and the way you understand it, even that small little piece of information, the child also won't be able to get. So that little small piece of information also, you have to make a tzimtzum. You have to hide it, you have to conceal it, and you have to give a marshal, and you have to put it into smaller, into smaller doses. And if the child is nine, you have to conceal, you have to, you know, bring it down to that level. If the child is six, you have to even bring it down to even lower level. So that's also the muscle. The first thing is Hashem had to do was Simpson went away of Siluk, was moving away all the air and stuff, because that Bechlal is not Shaykh to Ilamas. Once we're left with the Eiram and Malakalaman, which is the limited air, even that also, there has to be the Veganza Eva Histire. So if you look, Dr. Rebbe uses the first, he says, he says, the first, First thing is, the Eiratzaf had to be completely removed, pushed aside. And then afterwards, the little air that is left had to be further hidden. And three different types of tzimtzumim. And all this effort Kaviyachol the Eibishter put in is because of his love for me and for you. And his desire to elevate me and you to Hashem. No. The what is the Dira B'Tachtoinim? The, the Pneumius of Dira B'Tachtoinim is, is me and you. How's the team in the Havah from the Ibishtim and the Mashallah? Yeah. How's that different from over here that it was a Tzimtzum and Kudrat Bishvil, her autumn? What was additionally 
Oh. I hear, one second, I hear your question. I hear your question. Yeah, sorry? How's this, how's the, what, what kind of an additional mila um, over the debris? Deir Taftan happened much later, much later in time. Let's leave Deir Taftan on the side for right now. I'm just following up what you should say. Okay. I have to think about that. We'll get back to that maybe. Ah, you're going to say, Ava in general, love in general is, a, is an expansive feeling. It's is an expansive feeling. Gvura is a constriction. Usually when we talk about Simpson, Simpson is usually associated with Gvura, not with Chesed. Chesed is associated with Gilui, with revelation. Yeah. And Simpson is associated with Gvura. So here we're saying that the Ava of Hashem led to Simpson. The Salat Rebbe says, Enochanami. Ki ahava dechekes habasar. So the Gemara says, ahava dechekes habasar, which means, dechekes means uh, pushes, or dechekes, uh, kvetches. How do you say kvetches in English? In English, to kvetch, to squeeze. Love squeezes the... So uh, to use an example that we have... Yeah, if that, uh, you know, if there's place in the heart, there's place in the home. That if you love, so if you love, if you, you, you know, your, your brother wants to come and he has 11 kids and you have two bedrooms, but if you love them enough... So we all squeeze together, right? Oh, so sometimes Ava can lead to take it to contraction. So here we find the case of Ava dechekes sabasar that the Eibushter because of his Ava for us dechekes sabasar he actually contracted himself. That's true. But how, and how's that negated to here? I said, Are you saying that? That's the that, 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 you see this concept. The connect, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How much more so? Doubled and redoubled, infinitely so. <laughs> it is proper for the person <laughs> to leave behind everything that he has. <laughs> From the spiritual to the physical, from the needs of the neshama to the needs of the body, will hafker hakoil to give up on everything, b'shvil ledafka b'yisbarach to only to connect the Hashem b'deveka chasheka v'chafetza with an incredible yearning, with an incredible desire, an incredible want. V'lo yeshuma minaya mebayis machutz. There should be absolutely nothing. That stops a person, not from not nothing internal, nothing external, lay guf v'lay nefesh, nothing, nothing, nothing physical, nothing spiritual, v'lay mamin, nothing financial, v'lay isha abanim, not even one's wife or children. Nothing should stop a person from the incredible avas Hashem and from connecting to Hashem. So this is the example that we're bringing over here. This is the kamayim apanim lapanim. Hashem had many many choshev things. He had his oir and sof. And Hashem said to all the Chashiva things, and we'll see soon, it's, it's the Eren Saf and the Malachim and everything, and Hashem says, I don't need you. I am only, my love is only for Klal Yisrael. And we, when we think about this, we reciprocate in kind, and we say, it doesn't make a difference what kind of things there are in my life, whether they're unimportant, whether they're important, whether they're physical, whether they're spiritual, Gashmi or Ruchni, we abandon everything, just like Hashem abandoned everything, and took His whole Eren Saf and said, have a nice day. <laughs> it's not about you. We also, we uh, put everything aside and focus on our Avatah Hashem.
Now, when we're saying over here to leave behind um, the wife and the children, we don't mean that we leave behind the wife. What? If to, if to be a little, uh, a little clearer, what we mean over here. We're soon we're going to be talking about the Pasuk. We'll be talking about that soon in this Perek. B'chol Nafshecha means with all your life. And on this Chazal say, that that we love Hashem to the extent that even if uh, that even if we have to give up our life for Hashem, we're ready to do so. Does that mean that we are wanting to give up our lives for Hashem? No, the Ebishter he wants us to live. Ebishter wants us to live. Bilam said. Bilam said, I want to die like a, like a tzaddik. I want to die on Messiah saying, I'll give this Hashem. They say, it's, it's easy to die, to, die, to die for Hashem. It's much harder to live for Hashem. Hashem doesn't, Baruch Hashem. There were generations where Yidin were asked to give up their lives for Hashem. But Baruch Hashem, we don't live in that generation. And the Ebesher doesn't want us to give, us, to give our life for Him. Obviously. Because He put us, uh, again, Besides for very, very solemn, you know, isolated incidents in the Rahman al-Islam, that has to happen. So, Bechol Nafshecha means that we love the Eib, and we say, Bechol Nafshecha means, I love Hashem more than life, which doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that I don't live. We have to take care of our life, we have to take care of our health. But ultimately, why do we take care of our life, and why do we take care of our health? Because Hashem told us to, our love for Hashem is more than our love for our for for for, for our uh, for our life. Vaharai, and the proof is that if the day comes and Hashem says, "And today I want you to give up my life for me," Ayid says, "Beseder." The same thing is when it comes to one's wife and one's children. Al pitera, one has to take care of their wife. Al pitera, one has to take care of the children. Al pitera, one has to love their wife. Al pitera, one has to love their children. And uh, you're not supposed to give away all your money and say, uh, I'm giving it all to Zedakim because I love Hashem so much and I don't care about myself and I don't care about my Mishpacha. That's not, that's not in Yenal Pitera. But at the same time, our love for Hashem is greater than our love for our wife and our children. And the reason why, we, and ultimately the way Ayid is, that the reason why you take care of your wife and your children is because Hashem told you to. And if Hashem comes and tells and if Hashem comes and tells you, I want you, I want you to take your child, I want you to bring him uh, as a carbon. So as a Yid, we say, Why? Because ultimately our love for Hashem is greater than our love for, for everything. And that's the point over here. That a Yid has to reach a level where his love for Hashem is not exceeded by anything. And to the contrary, there's nothing that gets in the way in the love because the love for Hashem is greater than the love that Yid has for anything else. The Rambam said it's a love which a whole day, you know, the Shir Hashinim kind of love, where a whole day your, your heart is just ablaze with love for Hashem. And where does that come from? By contemplating how much Hashem loves us and how Hashem also put everything aside in order to be able to create us because of His love for us. Now, talk, talking about the Akeda, it's interesting. That there's a Sikha from the Fidik Rebbe where he says, that it was very difficult for Avraham Avinu to do that Kedah. You know, we think, ah, Avraham said to Hashem, 
Then Avram said, oh, you want me to kill Yitzchak? Bring him as a carbon? Say that, no problem. I love you, what do I care? Bring him as a carbon with a great simcha. No, they actually, the, the Medrash says that Avram was crying. He was crying. Why? Because it's his son. And he loved the son. And moreover, Friedrich Rebbe says a very interesting idea. If it wouldn't have been difficult for Avram to be mockery of his son as a carbon, it wouldn't have been on a soyen. So in order for it to have been on the soyen, it had to have been difficult. The whole point was Hashem wasn't telling him to do something that would have been easy for him. No, Avram loved Yitzchak. And he didn't want to do it. it. Every part of his being rebelled against it. And from that second, because his love for Hashem was even greater, he did it. And not only he did it, he did it with Jesus. And he did it with a butaka, with a simcha, despite the pain. But that brings up the Nikud over here. That on the one hand, yes, al we have our own lives, and we have to take care of our own lives. And al we have our family, we have to take care of our family. And al we have to make a living. And al all these things. But at the same time, our love for Hashem has to be beyond our love for all these things. Inside, two lines from the bottom. Bazay Yuvan with this will understand, Tuftam Vadas, a good a good understanding and a good reason. The Takanas Khachamim, Shetiknu Birchas Krishma, while Khachamur Misaki Birchas Krishma, Shtaim Lafaneha Hulu, two brachas before Krishma. The Lukhira Aimlam Shaikhis Klalam Krishma, the Lukhira they have no shaikhis with Krishma. So what's interesting is you have the brachas before Krishma. You have the brachas after Krishna. The Al-Tarebbe only asks about the brachas before Krishna. He doesn't mention the brachas afterwards. Why? Because the brachas afterwards, we know why they're connected to Krishna. We already learned that in Perik Memzayim, that the brachas after Krishna talk about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. And since the essential idea of Krishna is Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, so therefore, the brachas afterwards, they follow very much the theme of Krishna, which is the concept of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. But the brachas beforehand, what, what connection do they have? The bracha about Yitzhah Verecheshach and the Malachim and Avasalim, what does that do with Krishna? The Rajba Taka writes that the brachas of Krishna are not like a normal bracha that we have on a mitzvah. They're not really connecting. Therefore, the Rajba Paskins, and it's brought on the Beis Yosef and the Rechaim, that if a person said Krishna, Without the brachas, you woke up in the morning, you said Krishna. So you still are mechuyiv to say the brachas, the brachas of Krishna. Now we know, that if you did a mitzvah and you didn't make a bracha, you can't make the bracha afterwards. Let's say on Sukkot in the morning you wake up and you shake the luluf. Can you make the bracha afterwards? No, because a bracha has to be made, every bracha has to be made before the mitzvah is done. So if the brachas of Krishna are the brachas on Krishna, so the moment that you said Krishna, you shouldn't be able to say the brachas anymore. Says, right? Says the Rajba no. Why? Because Birchas Krishma are, they're a separate Indian. For if they're a separate Indian, why are they called Birchas Krishma? Why are the Chacham Misakin? That these brachas should be said right before Krishma, if essentially they're a separate Nakuda. The Lama Kodawis in Birchas Krishma. Why are the brachas called Birchas Krishma? What's the connection? And why the Chacham Misakin to say Dafkin before Krishna? Elam Bashum, but rather it's because Shi'ikir Krishna, the main Mitzvah Krishna, is Lakayim Bechalavavcha, Chulu, Bishnei Yitzhak, Bechalavavcha. The main, the climax of Krishna, the where we're trying to get to in Krishna, is Vihafta Sashem Alekecha, as a Madriga of Ava Sashem. The essence of Krishna is to arrive that when you say Vihafta, 
You have a hafta, you're feeling you're feeling avatashem. And not stam. Bishne Yitzhrecha. Bikhalovha. Chazal say, what does it mean to love Hashem with all your heart? Bishne Yitzhrecha. What does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean? The Hainum. Lamid Neged Hashem. To stand strong against anything that distracts a person from Avas Hashem. So what is Ulavavcham? Where is a person's heart naturally? As a person's wife and a person's children. That by nature, a person's heart is drawn after his wife and children. The Gemara says in Mesech the Shabbos, there's a Pasuk, so the Gemara says, what does this mean? Who am I? Hashem said, Vayehi, and it was. Hutziva, he commanded, Vayamit. And it stood in that way. So the Gemara says, Who am I? Vayehi, Zuisha. Hashem said, and it was, that is the wife. In other words, the fact that a person naturally loves his wife, it's not rational. For many of them, many who are married, they can attest to that. It's not Why do you need a wife? Why, need, why can't you live by yourself and do what you want and when you want? But the Abishter made that know that there's a person, whether it's a wife or, or vice versa, whether it's a husband, that sometimes that person gets on your nerves and sometimes that person annoys you. And Abba from Dasragin, who Amar Hashem said, the Abishter commanded that a person should actually feel a love towards his wife. Hutsiva, he commanded, this is the fact that a person loves their children. We take it for granted that people love their children. But that's only because the Abishter commanded it so. Because once again, logically, with all that the children take from us, I don't mean, uh, I don't mean, uh, with all they take out, the, the, all they take out of us, and with all they demand of us, why should we love our children? But the Abishter commanded that way. So when it says what does it mean? What does levavcha mean? Levavcha means those areas where your heart naturally is. Where is your heart naturally? Your heart is naturally drawn after family, after spouse, and after children. Now it's interesting that usually so this when it talks about means that we have to love Hashem also with our, with the Yitzhara. That we have to have, we have to love Hashem with both sides of our heart. The Atar Rebbe here is taking a different understanding. Just like when it says bechol levavcha or bechol nafshcha bechol meidecha. So what does it mean to love Hashem bechol nafshcha with all your life? So what does it actually say? In other words, don't let your life get in the way of your love of Hashem. Means with all your money. What does that mean? Don't let your money get in the way of your love for Hashem. So the same thing, with all your heart, don't let the natural loves of your heart get in the way of, of your love for Hashem. You can love both of them. I mean, it's Sorry? But it doesn't tell you you could do both. I mean, this won't get in the But way. your love for Hashem has to be greater than all. So, in other words, your love for your mission again, apitayra. You have to love your children and take care of them, you know. But it should not be a maniya to love it. It can never be a maniya, and moreover, your love for Hashem is greater. To, to a certain extent, you love, you're supposed to love your family because the Torah says you have to. When people um, would uh, want to go out in shlichus, the Rebbe was a standard thing. The Rebbe would say, Is your wife maskim? 
And the Rebbe many times would ask the wife, do you, do you agree? Even, well, well, if the husband wasn't asking if the wife said, absolutely not, I'm not going. But the Rebbe wanted to know, not, not just your wife, you know, tagging along with you, but does she, does she agree? Does she really want to go? And if not, the Rebbe wouldn't send a shluchas. The Rebbe would not send a shluchas. If only the husband was, was excited about it. And the wife was, okay, if he wants to do it, I'll, uh, the Rebbe wouldn't do that. In other words, alpi teira, alpi teira, you have to be mishashif, you have to reckon with the wishes of the, of the mishpacha. And here, what do, you, what do you mean? The Rebbe wants me to go on shluchas, I should listen to my wife? Yes, listen to your wife. Teira tells you, that you have to make sure that the wife is happy again. Not, not chas v'shalom to go against Torah. You have to make sure the wife is happy. You have to make the, children's ha- the children are happy. But ultimately, it's not because the wife and children are more important than Hashem. Hashem is the most important thing. Alama, Hashem tells you also, you have to take care of the mishpacha. And the same thing with money. Why do, why do, why do I keep all my money? Why don't I give it away to tzedakah? Is it because supporting myself is more important? No, because Hashem says in Torah, so means you have to love Hashem and not to be distracted by your other loves. Your focus should always be your love for Hashem. The other loves should not get in the way of that love. That's simple meaning. Nafshecha is your life. Meidecha is your livelihood. You're willing to give up everything because of your love for Hashem. So the crux of Krishna, the essence of Krishna is that a person's love for Hashem is stronger than anything else, more so than any other priority that a person has. A person has many priorities in life. There are many important things. There's Mishpacha and Mishpacha is important. There's money and money is important. There's health and life and health and life are important. But if you have to the you love the Ebishter, meaning that none of these things are ma'akiv, your ava for Hashem. How is it possible for a physical person to come to this and to arrive at this level where his love for Hashem surpasses his love for everything else? So that's where we have what we spoke about until now. In other words, there are many different avenues to love Hashem. Many different ways to love Hashem. Many different things a person can think about which will bring him to Avas Hashem. But there is one specific way to arrive at such a strong Ava to Hashem that it trumps everything else. And that is thinking about what we're talking about here in this Pedrach of Tanya. The Jostek Hashem Iniach Vesilek all the other important things, the Eirin Saf, and the world of Atsilos, and the world of Bria, and the world of Yitzhira, these are all great and important, but Hashem says all of them, that's not your, there's something much more important than you, there's something I love much more than you, which is, every person who's a, 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 a son or a daughter of Avram, Yitzhak, Yaakov, Sarifke, Rachel, Valeya, so we, when we contemplate that, so Kamayim Aponim Laponim, again, we have a reciprocal love, and our love for Hashem is also such that regardless of the important things that there might be in our life, we put them all aside, and we have even greater love for Hashem. And that is the toichen of the brachis, which we say before Krishna. So the brachis we're going to say before Krishna, 
lead directly into Shema, lead directly into the after Shema Lekecha, Bechal Levavcha, Bechal Nashcha, Bechal Meidacha. Yes. So we have two brachas. The first bracha is Yetzirah, and the second bracha is Avas Olam. And um, and the same thing is by 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 night also. By uh, we have two brachas also on similar ideas. The way that the Rebbe is going to explain it, the first bracha Birchas Kishmam is there to talk about the greatness of Hashem's supernal creations, the sun and the moon and the malachim. That's the first one. So the first thing we're misbinding before Kishma is just how great Hashem's other priorities could be, just how great they are. And then we turn to the next bracha, Avas Maftanu, and saying how Hashem shoved that all aside. And He loves us. And that leads us directly into Shema. When we turn to Abishter and we say, We have to, the same thing, Abishter. I reciprocate that love. Regardless of anything important going on in my life, I put it all aside and I love you more than anything. Let's do this inside. Therefore, the Chachamim were Misadr. The first thing they were Misadr was Birchas Yetzirah. Vesham and over there, what do we do? What, what do we say in the bracha of Yitzchak? There, Namar, we say even Nishna ba'arichos, and we repeat at length. In the seder hamalachim, we talk about the malachim. Ha'imdim berum elam, malachim who stand at the highest, highest place of the world. Lehidia gdulasi shalakadosh baruchu, and thereby we talk about the greatness of Hashem. How all of these supernal creations, the Malachim, are absolutely bottled to the Abishters' ear. And they have this tremendous awe for Hashem, the tremendous yidr for Hashem. You look at the words over there, and you just think how, how nothing we are compared to these Malachim. Right, the words over there. You talk about these people, um, the, 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 these malachim, these incredible, incredible spiritual beings. And with tremendous awe and, and, and trembling, they say, Kadosh, they proclaim the Abish's Kedusha. Kaloimar, what, what, when they're saying Kaddish, what do they mean? We know the word Kaddish means to be separate, to be removed. They recognize who moved on They recognize how high and how great the Aaron Sof is. The Ene Mislabish behind the Bechinis Gilui. And how the Abish there is not Mislabish in the Ilmas Al Yoinim in a revealed way. Ella, rather, what do they say? Kaddish, Kaddish, Kaddish. Hashem, Meloi Chalaaretz Kavodi. Where is Hashem Mali? Where is Hashem's presence to be found? In Kavayde, what is Kavayde? Kavayde is a reference to Knesset Yisrael Lamaila, the Makar of the Neshamis of the Eden above, the Yisrael Lamata and the Eden down here, Kinal, as mentioned earlier. So even the Malachim recognize Kaddish, 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 that Hashem is removed from them, and where is Hashem's presence to be found? Where His love is by Klal Yisrael. Why is it so? V'chein. And the same thing, so that. Those are the higher malachim. Those were the srafim. The srafim are the ones who are saying kaddish, kaddish, kaddish. And then you have the lower malachim, the ifanim and the chayes hakaddish. Birash gadol with a tremendous rash, a tremendous tumul. They say baruch kveid Hashemim koymay. 
Blessed be Hashem's covenant, Mimkoyme, wherever it is. Why Lefisha ain't yoidim masigim mikoyme? They have no clue where Hashem is. Again, the Jamalachim, they recognize their, uh, how little they are in comparison to Hashem. Okay, Mesha Kosov, as the Pasuk says, Kihulavadi, Maram Vakadish. Only Hashem is Maram Vakadish. The Malachim recognize they have no idea. Hashem is Kadish, he's separate from them. Barakvayd Hashem Mimkoyme, blessed be Hashem, wherever his Makim is. That's the first bracha. and then bracha shnia. What is the second bracha? Is avaseilam. I have to know. Hashem alikeno. Kolaymer. This means shehinia kotsva ma'ilah hakadoshim. The Eibushter ignores, neglects, leaves aside all of his holy ministering angels. And the Eberster was Mashra Heshchina on us, Lies Nikra Likeno, that he is our Eberster. As mentioned earlier, that's Avas Oilam Ahaftanu, an eternal love you have loved us, Hashem Elikeno. How does that love express itself? In the fact that Hashem is. Elikeinu is our Eibishter. Eibishter is miyachid with us now with the Malachim. The normal, the normal taich is Avasayil Maftanu Hashem Elikeinu. Hashem, our God, you have loved us in eternal love. But after that, there's doing a deeper pshat. Avasayil Maftanu, you have loved us, Avasayilam, and therefore Hashem Elikeinu, because you love us so more, therefore Hashem is our Eibishter. Vahainu, and that is because Ki Ahava Dechekes Habaser, as mentioned earlier. That because of the Abish there is Ava that squeezes the flesh. We know that different different nuschois, whether in the morning we say Ava Soilam or Ava Rabba. So the Nusach the Nusach Arizal, as the Al Tareb established it, is we say Ava Soilam. Why Ava Soilam? Ava Rabba is a greater Ava than Ava Soilam. Ava Soilam means Ava. Oilam implies the world. World implies limitation. Ava Rabba. Rabba means something which is incredible and great. So why we, why do we refer to the Abish's love to us as Ava Salem? But that's the, the meaning of Ava Salem. You loved us so much that Oilam, you created a world for us. The whole reason why you limited yourself and created Oilam is because Ahavtanu. It's because you love us. This is Hashem compressing his infinite light, Hadulti Tachlis. Hashem enters the realm of the limited Hanikra Oilam, that which is called the world. And why? Bavur Ahavas Ama Yisrael, all because of the love that he has for Ama Yisrael, Kedele Karvam, a love, in order to bring us close to him, so that we could be subsumed in Hashem's Yichud and in Hashem's Achdos. So this happened by Matan Torah. Why didn't this happen by the when the world was created to begin with? Havas, we were not a Ume at the time of the, of the of the creation. We became an Ume by by Matan Torah, but the whole which was a, uh, a, a consequence. I mean, of of the Tzias Mitzrayim. But we know that the whole purpose of the creation of the world was the Yom Hashishi, was when Yidden were Mekabel the Torah. And if not for that, the whole world would have returned to nothingness. So then you have a larger question, which is, then why waste 2,500 years in the beginning? <laughs> I mean, 
That's a, that's a, that's a fair question. How you, how you but that's not a question on Tanya here. That's a general question. How, how, what? No, if the topless of the creation of the world is Klal Yisrael, and that, that's not a Chiddush of Tanya that we know from the Bereshis, Bishvil Yisrael, Bishvil Then why 2,500 years? And we answered that, I think, last week or two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. We spoke of the Mamir Basi Lagani. Remember, we spoke about there were seven generations that pushed Hashem away. Pushed us away, yeah. And seven generations that brought Hashem down here. It took 2,500 years to set the stage of a world which is so dark, in which now Kali Yisrael can enter and start doing their Aveda of being Mavar of the whole world. That was a prerequisite of becoming an Ummah. In other words, that could have not happened by day one in the creation, when Adam Avishin was created. Correct. But really, this is the question that Rashi asked in the first Rashi. Why would the Torah even start Bereshit? Start Achid Zalachem. What's this waste of all, all this, uh, this time and this space? And this is what we continue in the bracha. We say, "Ava, say, Maftanu Hashem, you gave, you loved us." A great, a great love, Yisera, and more than. What does it mean, more than? More than what? We haven't discussed anything up until this point. That now we should say, and more than. Peter's Yisera. The meaning of more than is Yisera al kirvas alikim shemicholz v'mayla more so than. The closeness of Hashem, which is experienced by all of the hosts of heaven. So this is a new. We're we're, we're going to stop over here. Now, the Zuvan of begins with a new beautiful idea, which we'll start on next week. <clears throat> but this is a whole new area of command upon him, Till now, we're saying, ah, oh, there's Hashem. He came down and he loved us. That's great. That 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 was the first idea of command upon him, We were in Mitzrayim. We were so lowly, and Hashem comes. Like a king that goes to the garbage dump and he pulls out the, the, the beggar and he brings him close to him. And that itself is a, a thought and he's voiding us, which brings the great Avat Hashem. What we're adding over here is a, is a whole new Nekuda. It's not only that Hashem one day said, oh, here's the, the, you know, those lowly people, let me bring them close to me, which itself is amazing. But actually, in order to be able to bring about the world, the Abishtar has to, and, and, and in order to be able to have a relationship with us, the Abishtar has to push so much aside, push aside the Aryan self, push aside the Malachim. All these wonderful, important, great, spiritual, holy entities, the Abishtar says, not you, not you, not you, not you, till, till the Abishtar arrives at his goal, which is Klal Yisrael. And the same thing is, this brings us to Avat Hashem in the same way. We have many, many priorities in our life, and there are many important things in our life. There are many things that can get in the way of our avatasha, many things that can distract us. In other words, you're supposed to love your wife and your children and everything, but there never, there never can be a distraction from the greatest love, which is the love to Hashem, and the fact that a person is able to make that, regardless of what there is in life, that their avas Hashem is greater and more important and more intense and more powerful than them all, that comes to this is Bainus, which also plays itself out in the Birchas Krishma, where we talk about the Malachim, and then how the Abishtar, despite the fact that there's all these tremendous spiritual creations, the Abishtar loves Davka us. We next year.